You're listening to episode number 360 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. That was as much fun as I hoped it was going to be, and the listener feedback uh, supported that it was a good idea. That strip draft we did. So yeah. for for those of you who aren't Patreon subscribers, we're going to tease you with this uh, this fun little game that we did uh, last week. W- yeah, last week for the for the Patreon supporters, we dra- we did a draft where we basically it was Tony, Karen, and I got together and drafted basically. We had each of us. How, we we each yeah. Well, no, usually we just let you go. No, we each, um, you know, we took turns and each drafted the property that we would most like to own in Vegas. Yeah, assuming we had no money. Now it wasn't like a game of like who who can get the most valuable properties first or whatever. It's like this was. I want this property, and yeah, here's why. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. And so that we did get a, a pretty good reaction from we that. Got a, yeah, we won't we won't get into it this episode, but we got a ton of listener feedback on this, and we surprised ourselves even. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did. It, but it was so much fun, and some of the comments that we got were just so cool. As a matter of fact, there was a part of me that would well, they would love to to try to pull those people in and say, okay, well, based on what we picked, where would their like where would they have fallen? Because some of their picks were completely different. I mean, well, one thought at a time. Some of their picks were completely different than ours, <laughs> but some of them were the same as ours. So where they would have gotten, like like one person picked Mirage. Well, Mark, you picked that straight away. Like that was, that was round number one. Right. And assuming that you got to pick before that person, you would have gotten the Mirage before them. When, what, then what would they have put in the Mirage's place? Right, is, right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for contributing and posting what their top three would have been. That was, yeah. it, that was exactly what we were hoping we were. But it, it is the trick of the fact that, yes, I could easily post my top three, but it was the top three based on, you know, what you guys picked ahead of me yeah, and what after you me. wanted so, and what yeah. was available. Exactly. Yeah. So it was fun. So, and it also inspired a "Would You Rather," Tony, which uh, I yes. cannot wait to dive into. So, the, okay. this is a—I can't remember who the, who this. Uh, Paul Hess. Uh, Paul Hess uh, brought this to us. He says, "Would you rather have your next 360 Vegas vacation centered at Circus Circus, 
or have to wait another 18 months to host the next one? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I've yes. been I've been challenged with this because well, well here I mean let's let's describe one of the one of the the things that oh I guess I guess I'm not describing anything I'm I'm not going to be articulate today I can feel it that's okay that's all right <laughs> Mark's a little stressed because this show is not going to follow the normal format and and Mark is a creature of habit and you know Tony and I have convinced <laughs> him that we need to do something and mix it up a little bit for this episode so he's a little out of his comfort zone but that's okay that's why Tony and I are here we're going to hold your hand exactly. and help you through it it's going to be great it's going to be great you're going to love it man. you're going to love it so uh, to answer to answer Paul's question. Paul, I would absolutely unequivocally be more than happy to host a 360 Vegas vacation centered at Circus Circus because you've got a great place that you could go have dinner across the street at the casino that shall not be named. (laughs) Um, But I think that it would be awesome to spend time at Slots of Fun, Circus Circus, The Strat. Uh, I I think that we can, and frankly, that might be the only time we can ever convince Mark to have win Las Vegas be a part of a 360 <laughs> Vegas vacation is because of its location in proximity to again circus circus lots of fun and um uh, right. in the strand. Well, so, don't forget and, and Resorts frankly, World because then by the oh, next time we would do one there Resorts World would yep. be there. Yep. Great. You know what? The, even more so does I not even consider that place but yes, even more so I now absolutely would be more than happy and frankly I've heard outstanding things about the circus circus steakhouse i've heard you walk through the casino keep your blinders on walk straight into the steakhouse (laughs) ignoring everything you know around you because that steakhouse apparently is just gold so yeah no 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 question in my mind at all so if if the only restriction that i've got for this is that it has to be centered at circus circus then that's fine I mean, I'm not thrilled about it, and I'm going to try and get the biggest upgrade room that I can possibly afford if I'm staying at Circus Circus. Is there a thing as an upgrade I, room? I, was, I, let me, I think the better phrase is, is there a room you couldn't afford? <laughs> <laughs> right. that's, that's true. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if I'm not, I mean, we don't do 360 Vegas vacations tied down to one single property. We've never done that before. Um, we do We do tend to stay focused in an area. On an area. Right. We'll get centric. So it's I could see centric. once right. once um, Resorts World opens, I could see a situation where if and, and I'm not I'm not foreshadowing that this is going to happen. I'm <laughs> saying I could see a situation where if I had to, you know, uh, or, or maybe Circus Circus came to me with some great deal about like. You know, oh, come on, you know, f- we'll feature this. We'll give you guys VIP access to all this behind. They'll the give us our shit. own spot in the bar. Yeah, give some us crazy, own, yeah. some crazy, awesome deal. You know, that to try and get everybody to come to Vegas vacation. You know, and also understand that the same thing that I'm saying here. It's like, yeah, we're going to go to all of the kind of properties. By the way, we're not sticking just to this one property. Right. You know, so uh, I mean, it'd have to be a sweet deal. But if, but if, if forced, I could, I could see a, a, a centered circus, circus rather than waiting 18 months. So my answer is the same as as both of the guys. And the only thing I would add to that is if not having had a Vegas vacation in a year and a half, because the last one we did was September of 19. Yeah. I would not want to wait another 18 months to see all the amazing degenerates that are our friends that come (laughs) in for these. I I can't even tell you how much I've missed and we've we've had people come in and we've had a chance to see folks on and off you know during the whole pandemic but to not 
get that group together. Well, to get everybody together, that's the thing that makes it special. Right. That's that's what I keep trying to explain to people, and and also why we're doing a Vegas vacation this time in June, so we can give uh, teachers, you know, those who folks teach, that work in school districts and yeah. stuff that, that normally can't get off. Yeah, that that was part of the reason why we moved it. There's so many people that are like, you know, oh, I love playing craps. Like you've never played craps until I know. you played craps. And we Vegas were fortunate vacation. enough to have met, you know, quite a few of them on the side, and we're like, you you have to come to a Vegas vacation. It's yeah. just so much fun and you're going to meet the most amazing people. So yes, there's, there is no, uh, any option to have a Vegas vacation, uh, you know, even wherever it's hosted. Hell, even if the old IP was still around, I would probably agree to have it, you know, hosted there <laughs> just to get everybody together. Wow. Right. Like I, I would do, like, I, I do like a, like a one time <laughs> thing because I'm not saying that, that this, that, that experience wouldn't scar me because like as far as oh, yeah. like that once that one experience that I had with circus circus and that was just by proxy with a friend. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Oh my God, I could never stay here. Oh, and you mean if, the used condom in the drawer in the nightstand? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and if, um, yeah, if, uh, uh, force, you know, or with, 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 I'm doing it again. <laughs> yes, we would all decide to go ahead and have it at Circus Circus. <laughs> yeah, but great question, Paul. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, because at yeah. first my gut reaction when when he asked it, I was like, "Oh God, not Circus Circus!" And then you kind of go, "Wait, or eighteen months?" Oh, or 18. I think maybe maybe where Paul uh, dropped the ball, and that's a bad way to phrase it. But it, the, Paul, if you would have said, "Have it Circus Circus centered," or wait another six months from June to do Vegas vacation, you know, postpone Vegas vacation 10 to, to uh, June, July, August, September, December, December, say December of, of, of 2021. That would have been a harder call to make because then it's not only is it only six months, but you're doing it at a Christmas time where maybe again, say teachers, for example, where they get, you know, a, a larger block of time off, from school, they could make a Christmas time trip work. Perhaps that yeah, for me that would have happening. made it a little trickier to try to answer. Yeah. Because, yeah. The, but be, anyway, we should move on. Um, <laughs> we got a lot to get to. <laughs> we do. We have a big, yeah, we got a really great, really great podcast. I mean, they're always great, but this one's going to be so fun. So let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with random Vegas. Yeah. I insisted on some form of, uh, of uh, <laughs> normalcy. Of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be some of the traditional structure yeah. here, but a few, few, a uh, few more fun things coming in. Random Vegas. More than 19,000 conventions were held in Vegas in 2011. We got that from only at underscore or at only underscore Vegas. Wow. That is so hard to comp like wrap my head around. Like what constitutes a convention that you got 19,000 conventions right. going on that one year? Like my wedding, for example, counted as a convention because right. everybody wanted to be there, but they just couldn't get in. So that was that was. Yeah, I got 10 years coming up. Next month, this month, kids. Nice. Oh my goodness. Well done, boy. We, we, we've got twenty five yeah, coming. Yeah, up we got twenty five coming know, up in June. We mansied you. Right. Yes, you did. But that's why. But it wouldn't be an episode three sixty if a mansy didn't happen. I was just gonna say you didn't just mansy. You're like I'm gonna Gallagher up this motherfucking watermelon <laughs> by hosting a three sixty Vegas vacation on my twenty five year. No, this is it's gonna be awesome. But yeah, I I wonder what exactly they uh, consider to be a convention that they could hit nineteen thousand because that's nineteen thousand conventions over three hundred sixty five days. Right. Hold on, I'm so, doing the math. Let me get. 
Oh, okay, thank you. Because I was going to break out the calculator too. Fifty-two a day. Fifty-two a day. Yikes! That's, that's so cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and Vegas will be there, I think, sooner rather than later, if, if all of these news stories are to be believed. Right. And I do. I believe them. Well, I yeah, hell, especially them. with one of them that we've got in the in the. Uh, yeah, it's coming up. The prop bets. All right. Next up, the twit pick of the week. How do you explain the 70s without saying a word? Like at Pix Vegas 777 does with this week's winner. A postcard that captures the stardust in all her mobbed up glory. There are always people who will mourn the loss of a Vegas property, but I think it goes beyond that with the stardust. The closing of the stardust was one of the biggest mistakes in Vegas history. And what is replacing it isn't going to be better than the stardust was. It's going to be more expensive and fancy, but it's not going to be better than what the strip was with the stardust. Thankfully, much of her glory is still alive today in the Neon Boneyard. Go ahead, Karen. I, I just called you out, in. Resorts World. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what what surprises me about this picture, and maybe I just don't have a clear memory of the Stardust, because I know we visited there, but it wasn't that often. Is Oh, no, this it didn't look like this. Okay, because I remember it being like way far back from the street. It was set back a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's, that's why, I mean, I look at this picture and I'm like, wow, it is right there. It, it seems like, yeah, it's right there. Like yeah. there's, there's road, little bush, a little bit of bushes there, sidewalk and, and stardust according to this picture. Yeah. Right. Um, so I guess it just, it's not a stardust that I remember, but it's, I mean, it's cool. It, yeah. It's a, it's I a guess. fun little throwback postcard. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can really add to this is, is simply to say, I think these old school casinos still truly in 2021 have a place. Flamingo's one of them. Bally's is one of them. To a lesser extent, maybe the, the quote unquote reestablished Sahara is one of them. Uh, but this was, th- there's a place for these types of casinos. You don't, you don't, Circus Circus, quite honestly, you know, we rag on Circus Circus. If they would just put, a, if MGM would just put a little bit of money well, into it. It's, to, MGM doesn't own it anymore. Yeah. Phil Ruffin owns Ruffin it Ruffin has it. Uh, if Phil Ruffin would just clean out <laughs> the used condoms from. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was when MGM owned it. So Ruffin may be doing that. We don't know. Right. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I, I have a, I, I think there's a place for when, Resorts World, um, Venetian, but there's a place for Stardust, and and I agree with you. That is that is an excellent way to phrase it. The worst thing to ever happen to the Vegas Strip was to was to strike down uh, the Stardust, and especially right as and nobody knew. I yeah. get it, nobody knew, but mm, if if they would have just preserved history and what the Stardust was, what it would be in today is would be just outstanding. So, okay. as always. Oh, I'm sorry. Did anybody else have any other comments? No, I was just I, saying, yeah, I was agreeing with you. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now let's get into the news. <laughs> this is great. This is awesome. The first one. We've got some 360 Vegas podcast stats. Yeah, I tried to do some research uh, as we were looking back on on 360 episodes and found some interesting stats that I thought it'd be fun to share. Uh, So episode one was issued on June 12th of 2011. So we're coming up on our 10th anniversary. Anniversary as well. Hey, what's your anniversary date, Tony? Is it the same? No, April April. 17th. That's right. Okay. 
I'll say that would have been really ironic. I know, right? <laughs> Since then, we've released 459 pieces of content for free, 360 official episodes. The rest are reviews as well as premium content previews. Patreon has, rec- has received an additional 100 pieces of content, including, well, I, I can say with unequivocal uh, accuracy that the best things that I possibly do are put out on Patreon. <laughs> I agree. Um, so of those 100 pieces of content, it includes 20 vintage Vegas episodes featuring Boyd Gaming, Steve Wynn, Kurt Kerkorian, Bill Bennett, Luxor, El Rancho, and Billy Wilkerson, just to name a few. We've had 29 360 POV episodes, which is a, a series that we do where we break down a movie that's set in Las Vegas. We've done three bonus rounds. Uh, a bonus round is just content that's different from the regular uh, episode. You know, sometimes it'll be, you know, large outtakes, you know, from, uh, from a recording that we did. Sometimes it'll be... Casino ambiance. Yeah, casino yeah. ambiance was, was one of them. We also did three origin stories, which is just more personal stories uh, about, you know, the co-hosts, the people that you've come to meet, and how we've come to be who the people we are. Four legal lounges, which is the legal, the episodes that we take a legal perspective on uh, various gaming laws. Thank you, Tony. Yes, Tony being the, the host <laughs> of that. We've well, had and just to be clear, I think there are some other ones that are that are what I would call "quote unquote" uh, lost episodes, meaning we recorded them, we posted they're, they're, them as a part of the podcast. They're coming. They're coming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tony. They, they have been they have been extracted and, and, and will be available as premium content one day. <laughs> also, we've done six 360 Vegas movies, which is basically just, have you ever wanted to watch a movie with us about Vegas? And just recorded and having, having a good time with friends. We've also done six VP with 360, which is another, basically the idea is we just put down the recorder and have a conversation with friends while we play video poker, which it's funny. <laughs> As I was looking back on stuff, normally uh, I don't I don't look at any comments because people are going to hate me and I don't I don't really care to to read that <laughs> negativity. But I bumped into one that complained about this beeping noise that we intentionally put in there and and it made me re- I knew exactly what he was talking about. It's it's me playing video poker is what it is. Right. You know, and I'm like so either this guy isn't a video poker Player. So the beeping was the machine as it's right. stealing cards it's, or hitting or doing whatever. And and people oh. people absolutely love that noise. But this one guy but was this complaining one guy that, hated it. <laughs> that Mark intentionally put it in there to aggravate. Yeah, to, him. to torture people. I, yes. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but but I mean, is it's not you intentionally putting it in, right? Like if if you get dealt, let's just say two pair, it's gonna go dink right. when you hit that two pair dealt. Right. Yeah. No, but I then mean, unless you that's the thing, well, the, this that's guy, what I mean. we, we don't think that he was a he was a, a video, video poker, poker player, player because he oh. just heard these noises and he's like, what is that noise? It's driving me crazy. And if you play video poker, you know exactly you what you're just used to. it. You don't even pay. Well, you pay attention when there's a lot of them because right. you're like, oh, something sure. good just happened. But but yeah. just the cadence of it, you know, the cards yep. coming out and the, you know, bing, you know, it's just yeah. noises that you're used to. And I like when I read it, I immediately was like, well, somebody doesn't play video poker. <laughs> <laughs> right. OK, I got gotcha. you. All right. Keep, and then, please yes, we've got more. We've also released nine Nosh episodes, which is our foodie experience uh, podcasts. And then lastly, we've gone on to do things other than podcasts. We have a, we have a total of 53 videos available on YouTube. 
30 of them being cocktail videos by Tony. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, so wait a minute. Wow. Hold on. Let me, let me go back and add these up together because although this is the this 360. Isn't, this doesn't count every single thing. I know. You're not going to, you're not going to get that number. No, if that's no I'm not. For. I'm not adding up the individual numbers. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing the highlights and putting them in. So while this is the 360th episode of the show, you have put out almost 200 more versions of content in addition to that on the show. So there's been almost 560. Yeah, combining the free feed and Patreon mm. feed, I've put out yeah. over 500 pieces of content. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I know. I'm terrible <laughs> I, I'm terrible at self-promoting, you know, other than the stuff that we have in, in the script that, that I, I worked on feverishly no, I, until I could stomach it. I think that, it. <laughs> that goes to the value. If anybody's looking at a Patreon subscription and going, why am I going to pay 700 bucks for this? You've got 200 more pieces of content. Yeah. That you can go take wait, a look wait. at. What how, What are they buying that they're spending $700? No, did I say 700 I think you did. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Seven, seven dollars. Although I would, I would willingly <laughs> accept $700. $700. Yeah, we're good with that. Fuck. That would be fine. <laughs> but no, seven, seven dollars. I, I, I think the things that I put on Patreon have value. They have, they have yeah. some value oh, yeah. to them. I don't, I don't know if they have $700 value, but no. I would love to meet that person that thinks that. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm sorry. It was a slip of the tongue. I got all excited. We were talking about yep. numbers in the hundreds. Right. Just right. slipped out. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> Listen, I think uh, quite honestly, and I mean this sincerely, and I, I, no, if, if anybody thinks that I need to blow smoke up uh, Mark's skirt, you don't know Mark very well then. I can honestly say without any hesitation, I think just his tw- uh, 29 360 POVs, most of which are the movie Casino, right? in and of itself is uh, well worth $700 and I mean that sincerely $700 because he literally like he'll show clips of the movie he'll pause it he'll put little arrows about things that are around you the know what they're like if, if, if anybody anybody's familiar with YouTube out there they're kind of like screen rant or, or, or screen mojo uh, kind of that's what the POV episode or videos are like right yeah just kind of breaking down yeah. and you know you're showing you the, the little hidden things that you might have missed and right, know, pointing right. it out yeah the fact, though, that, Mark, you then will take the time to do a cutaway with Google Maps and say, you know, at and I'm making this up, but at, at the 30 second marker, they're here based on the, the the reflections off from the window. But then at the 38 second marker, they're way over here on the right, strip and right. that clearly when when the editors were splicing these scenes together, they were just picking what they liked the presentation of the way the actors were saying the lines and whatnot. They weren't paying attention to any actual continuity that they're literally at one point, you know, Joe Pesci's character says blah, blah, blah with Binion's in the background. And then when you cut to Robert De Niro's character responding, saying, yeah, but you can't think that way, Joe Pesci's character. It's got the Sahara <laughs> in the background and there's no way you could have Binion's and then Sahara. But it's just it's it is so fun and it is so cool. Uh, and for, you did it with that other one with the dude on the on the motorcycle. What was that movie? Oh, um, damn you. I never watched it. I don't know. Uh, My God, you did a whole series. You. Lucky you. There you go. I yeah, keep telling him he you. should he should do it for the car chase scene in one of the last Bourne movies. I forget which one it was, where they were on the strip and the car ends up crashing into Riviera. Yeah. But it was like that scene is so long. 
it would literally be they're here, they're here, they're here, they're here. Like it would it would be all over the place. But it would be funny to yeah. to see that one too. Yeah. I'm really glad, Mark, that you went through and highlighted the different things that the Patreon membership provides you. Not and, and to be totally clear, and I said this a thousand times and I'll say it a thousand times more, I get nothing out of you listeners subscribing to the Patreon. It's not like Mark gives me a dollar per Patreon member per month. I, I get nothing. Oh, you get the I, privilege of being a co-host. That's all you're I, getting. I, that's all I want. That's <laughs> I, I get to talk with some of my dearest friends about the city I love the most. But it wasn't until you listed all of the different things that you can get as a Patreon member that is so much fun. I, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I've got a special place in my heart for the legal lounges, but I love Vegas and I love the law. So you give me cases, opportunities to highlight cases that talk about Vegas and shit that's going on in Las Vegas based on the law. That for me is a lot of fun. I also really dig your, um, Oh, what was the one that I wound up? Shoot. Was it, what was the one, uh, Mark that you and Karen and Alistair did at the, at the barbershop place at Cosmo that caused me to do the, Oh, we're, that's a, uh, that, that was a, a nosh. That episode. was a nosh. That was a nosh. Okay. Yeah. You know, it was the, it was this nosh review that finally made me say, damn it. I have been wanting to go get a straight razor shave at the barbershop at Cosmo. The fact that they're sitting in the bar watching these people get a shave. <laughs> that's enough for me to right now. I just, Gang, and, and, and I'm not even going to talk about the cocktails because then it totally seems self-serving. But if, if you're looking for just something fun, cocktails that you can get in Vegas, literally, it, like that was the most fun part about it for me is it's not per se the drinks that I even care about. I've done a handful of drinks that I say right in the video, I don't like this drink. I ordered it. I didn't enjoy it. But you might, listener, because everybody's palate is different. And that's just that's just for me the fun part of presenting drinks you can get in Vegas. And when we were doing this, I mean, what um, motivated this was none of us, me included, could be in Vegas to enjoy the the Vegas cocktails at right. the different bars. So if I can present literally the way the drinks are made for you when you're sitting in Vegas and you can recreate them at home, do it. Ta da! I, I, tip my hat to people like Paul Magnus folks that are going out and buying almost every single drinks ingredient to reproduce. <laughs> I know how fucking expensive that is. It's very expensive to redo that. I've always said to the listeners, just pick the ones that sound good to you and only recreate the ones you really care about. So, <laughs> anyway, I, I had no clue, no idea that that would have taken on a life of its own. That, that, that 360 Vegas cocktail um, segment that we did. And, yeah, and, and I, I was, still got a lot more to do. I'm just, just I, taking a I was shocked right that there were 30 of them already. Yeah. And Hey, shameless plug. If you want to try this 360 Vegas cocktail experience on your own, we still have a couple spots left. Oh, on the oh, Tuesday, well <laughs> 360 Vegas cocktails coming up in June. Oh, Just saying. All right, kids, do we have any other comments on, on the news before we get into prop bets? I'm good. Here, none. We'll move on. For those of you unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, CSI is returning to Las Vegas this fall in a sequel series titled CSI Las Vegas. It will star former original cast members William Peterson and... Isn't it Jorah? Horja? I think it's Jorah. Jorah? Oh, okay. See, in, in Spanish, you pronounce the J's like H's. So I'm like, Horja? Horja Fox? Because I may have just insulted her in English. <laughs> 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 They're reprising their roles as 
Gil Grissom and Sarah Siddell. Seidel. Respectively. Seidel. Seidel. Respectively. Obviously, I never watched the show initially, but I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of intrigued about this this iteration of the show. It'll be interesting if they feature Vegas more, because the one thing I'll say about... They were GSI. It's just like when when you when they showed that they were in Vegas, you're like, oh shit, that's right, the show's in Vegas. Yeah, it, it wasn't very prominent. I, I will say, um, I was a huge fan of the original CSI, especially mm. the earlier seasons. So I'm excited they're getting you know Gil Grissom and uh, Sarah Seidel back. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. And the only other CSI I watches or watched was CSI New Orleans, mm. and even that one's kind of fallen off the cliff for me. But yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with this one coming mm. back. Nice. Rio announced that they will be returning to 24-7 operations starting Monday, April 19th. That's an encouraging sign. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's 10 days from today as we record that. I, that's super cool. I will always, always, always jump on board for any casino that's going to get back to a full, like 20, in this instance, 24-7 operation. Right. I'm yeah. just, yep. that's, that's great. God, that's so exciting. DraftKings bought the Vegas Sports Information Network. The terms of the deal were not released. I, I have no idea who. Yeah, I really know what it is either. Is, so. I'm familiar with the with the the VSIN, but and of course one of those has to do with sports betting, and the other one I'm guessing has to do with sports broadcasting. So right, my guess exactly. is Tony doesn't have any comments. Yep, I'm <laughs> sitting here being cute. <laughs> Win Resorts agreed to pay out 5.6 million dollars to an estimated 1,000 employees for lost wages due to the properties tip sharing practice in effect from 2006 to 2018 wow that is 5600 bucks a person that is fascinating i mean i remember this being a lawsuit you know back in the 2006 2007 2008 era where the players were or excuse me the, the the dealers were suing when enterprise for you know essentially taking a portion of their income and giving it to the um to the you know like pit bosses and whatnot and win's response was we can't get people to want to promote themselves from dealer yeah, to shit. pit staff <laughs> because um they don't they, they don't the make as much as yeah. as they would as a dealer yep sorry and so that, that was that's, that's they, a problem that's, that doesn't that doesn't seem like a dealer's problem yeah so then don't penalize right. the people that are earning the tips by giving it to the boss it's right. doing nothing but standing there exactly good for them yeah. Resorts World unveiled unveiled their restaurant lineup, including five signature restaurants, eight casual and four bars lounges. A link to the article with details will be available on the blog. It has been confirmed that Zed will be the first resident DJ headliner for Resorts World Zook Nightclub and IU Day Club. Dates and tickets are still to be announced. That's another big get. I mean, he's, I don't listen to a lot of his right, music. Right, but I'm familiar with Yeah, because he's had a couple pop songs that have, right. have come up. But yeah, that's, he's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's a big get for them. It's exciting to hear what, what they got coming out. So much more is coming back. I know, right? Yes, absolutely. Wynn informed workers that if they did not get the COVID vaccination, they will need to show proof of a negative test weekly question i've got for you is is how is this not a blatant hipaa violation um my guess is that wins lawyers have figured that out before they put that requirement out there i disagree not saying somebody isn't going to sue yeah but i'm just saying i'm guessing they're lawyers i mean like caesars is at least being clever in the way that they're encouraging their people to go out and get vaccinated you know, hundred dollar bonus. You know, if you'll go out and get a vaccination, I'm like, well, fuck yeah. You know, for a hundred bucks, I'll take a but shot. But you still got to come back and prove it. Well, that's fine. 
well. You know, I mean, I agree that that's even kind of blurring the line it, of, of it what's acceptable. Right. But it seems like... Because you're forcing them to share their medical records in order to get the bonus. Right, right. I don't know. I did hear something today online, which is kind of funny, that's sort of related to this, is that there is a company, a small business, like a HIPAA uh, on, a, uh, on Etsy that is selling fake uh, vaccination cards. So like the people Jeez. that don't want to actually get the vaccine, but either want to show that they have or get people off their back saying that they have or whatever. Right. There is a shop that they're going out. And so they're, they're trying to get this store shut down so that like Amazon and whoever else that, you know, host um, an Etsy that hosts the, these shops won't allow them on to sell these. <laughs> and I was like, wow, why would you pay? You won't get a shop, but you'll pay to get a card but saying that you had one. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, sorry, Tony, back to uh, Mark's original question. How is this not a HIPAA violation? Um, so I will be the first to concede. I am not a healthcare lawyer. So I, I, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of a stab here. My understanding is your HIPAA protections are between you and your medical provider. So for your, so when you've got win here saying we want you to provide X to us, that is more a, a, a civil matter between you and your employer. Now you can make an argument should an employer be asking for stuff like this, but I think that that's a blanket question to ask. And I think the blanket answer to give is if you don't want to give your medical uh, pr uh, privacy to your employer, you go and obtain employment with some other entity that does not want your so, health information. So Mark and I were having this debate the other night and he said, how is this any different than asking if you're interviewing some, a woman for a job and you ask her, well, are you currently pregnant? You're not allowed to ask that. Or do you even plan to be pregnant? I mean, right. You they can't, can't even say, that. are you yeah, planning you to have a kid? That. But I, I'm, I'm trying to put it in the current tense right. the same way with a, yep. the vaccine. So you can't ask yep. that if a woman is pregnant. So how can you ask if they're make this as a, a condition of employment? Right. Very fair question. Um, as much as I disagree with this statement I'm about to make, um, because I, I don't agree with what I'm about to say. <laughs> um, a lot of people don't consider being pregnant with a child to be a virus. Now, obviously I, I disagree. I think the, the worst <laughs> virus you could get. <laughs> and so with pregnancy and, 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 you know, bringing a child into the world, you've got a constitutional right to do that or, or, or to not do that per, you know, say abortion laws. But think about, uh, think about like the anti-vaxxers. Like how come, you know, you, like why don't our, our employers like going, well, did you get your smallpox? Well, you're not working here unless you got your smallpox. Well, but a lot of, a lot of schools won't let kids in unless they show mm -hmm. proof of vaccinations. And Tony, by the way, you just exactly made my point because when Mark and I were talking about this, I said, well, if I'm pregnant, I'm not going to infect anybody else with pregnancy. <laughs> if I if I have COVID, there's a good chance I could infect right, people with COVID. Right, but you could infect people with, with smallpox. Yes, so True. smallpox right? Smallpox is the same. You can't compare it to pregnancy for the exact same reason that Tony Tony just supported me, which I, I love that. <laughs> Both um, of you but yes. me. Move on. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Faced with losing the festival to friendlier states like Texas or Florida, Las Vegas approved the EDC plan for May hours after publicly denying it. <laughs> EDC is projected to pull in 200,000 people per day. Karen literally stopped. She's like, wait a minute, hold on. I want to make sure that I'm getting this right. Because Did, we literally just say like an hour ago that we, this was this. We that, were watching the five o'clock news and they said that 
you know, Vegas has denied EDC for me. And then all of a sudden it was a breaking Las Vegas locally and vital Vegas were like, Hey, by the way, it's coming. Yeah. On Twitter, it broke it. I was like, hold on a second. We literally just saw an hour ago that they're like on the news, on the local news that no, they're not going to let it happen. And, and then, Oh, whoops. Nope. It's going to happen. And that's basically the speculation is EDC is like, Hey, by the way, we're doing an EDC 2021 in May. We're going to, we can do it in Las Vegas or you guys can be dicks and we'll just take it somewhere else. Yeah. But we are doing one in May. That's that's going to be a weekend. I'm probably going to stay hunkered down in the house. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> if ever there was a time to go down to Laughlin. O.J. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Simpson and Cosmopolitan settled Simpson's alleged defamation suit out of court this week. The details of the settlement were not disclosed. As a reminder, he claimed that... Um, what, what was it that something about he was drunk in the in the that's what resort it was, that, that he and was drunk that he was drunk and he got kicked out right and, and, and then that, he, and he was mad that he got kicked out because they alleged he was drunk and he said he wasn't right so yeah so he decided to sue over that yeah because you know he's looking for money any way he can get it that's days. true right right He's like, listen I still gotta pay off this debt for some un, un, unrelated reason right MGM is now offering in-room testing for covid. Appointments are available from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, prices range from $140 to $230. Th- that, in my opinion, what they're doing is they're trying to bend over whatever person who can't get back home. Yeah, the international or, travelers. Th- this, is, this is geared towards the international travelers, yeah, yeah without a doubt. Oh, that's uh, fine. You know what? That's that's on you then. If you want to, you better sock away $230 and be prepared to to pay that to get well, home. Wasn't that Hawaii but, too? But, Hawaii requires Well, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but but Cosmo is also offering COVID testing. You can get it at the Revive or whatever it is there. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's basically the same price. So what it is is you're not going into a medical facility to get these tests done. So the facilities themselves have to pay for the test, which has a cost. And they're basically sure. passing that cost with a markup up to the individual. So they don't care. They're not going to ask you if you have insurance to cover it. They're just going to say, you want the test? It's going to cost you. Yeah. But if you think about it, I, one thing that's interesting about the in-room testing is, so let's say you are an international traveler and you know you're leaving in 48 hours. You can, you know, have them come in, give you the test and not leave your room, which I can't imagine not leaving your room for 48 hours in Vegas without being deathly ill. But you could not leave your room and be able to say, yes, I had that. I got the test. The results were negative and I haven't been in contact with anybody since then. And they're hoping that this then will, you know, allow it, especially international travelers again to get back home easily easier. The RJ is reporting that Cirque du Soleil will produce a documentary of the return of O at Bellagio, projected to reopen on July 4th. It's also speculated that Mystere may actually open before O due to the reduced prep time needed for the production. Yeah, we had an interesting factoid that I actually thought about making the, uh, the Random Vegas, which is to say that it only requires, uh, to break even, uh, Mystere only requires that 35% of their seats are sold, whereas O requires 65% to break even. Oh, wow. Yeah, which isn't surprising when you think of the huge production. Well, they, the overhead, you know, yeah. require. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's just it's it's sobering number when you see it. Serial yeah. Killers Kitchen, a cereal bar serving more than 100 types of cereal from around the world, has replaced Dopey, the raw cookie dough restaurant in Planet Hollywood's Miracle Mile shops. <laughs> 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 
Sorry. <laughs> Siri, Siri tried to help out. She she did earlier too. You said something about Siri's and she all of a sudden like my phone was paying attention and awake to you and I'm like, no, shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in this, by the way, the serial killers. I've heard nothing but good things. They, I think they've got, I think this will be their fourth location in the Valley. Yeah. They're a local um, company that it, they sell cereal yeah, and, sounds good. in all different kinds of ways. It. So yeah, I, I'm interested to go and, and check it out. And I think the plan miracle mile shops is probably more convenient than a couple of their other locations. For Definitely. Us. Yeah. Next up side piece. The pizza place formerly uh, located at the palms is relocating to red rock this coming may. It will be located in the property's food court. And finally, Giada's at Cromwell has returned to offering brunch service on Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Nice. We still haven't God, done that. that place. That's on our bucket list. Well, not bucket like you've, list. Nev- you've never never been to... No, not, no not for brunch. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. The whole I brunch agree. aspect of it is the, the fun part. No, we've, we've been for yeah. dinner several times. Well, that's going to do it for news and prep bets. Let's check the river. So first up, I think we've got some Twitter feedback that we want to talk about. Yes. Yes. And yes. This the, the river's all going to be about uh, celebrating episode 360. So this was some information that we got via Twitter. Yeah. So when we, we asked for, you know, folks to tweet us uh, or email us some of their favorite moments, these are some of the tweets that we got in. So first up from at Shiel813 and at Paul H1987H, they both loved the reviews that were critical of Mark's laugh. I love them as well. <laughs> and, and for those that don't know, this was early on when we used to read all of the iTunes reviews, whether they were bad, good, and indifferent. And literally Without three out doubt, of four the, of them. The number one. Go back and review. Look at our old uh, oh, iTunes yeah. reviews. Look at the iTunes reviews. Um, the bulk of the complaints. Yeah. The number, were, number one complaints were yep. about my laugh. Yep. And that was part of the reason why we finally stopped. Um, Reading the reviews because right. actually a lot of the other listeners were yeah, getting mad. Yeah, the other listeners were getting mad because they're like, "Why the fuck do you just keep reading this shit? These idiots <laughs> post." Like, All right, never mind, never mind. <laughs> we'll just stop right. it. <laughs> Next up from at David C Funk, his one of his favorite moments is when Mark tried to say "fuck yeah," but it came out "macaw." <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> <"Maca!" laughs> I do remember that one, and I remember it's like just going, "You're really it was." It was <laughs> Sorry, we just watched the Family Guy episode referencing uh, Howard Dean's incredible Laugh. moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that was... <laughs> I just remember you did it and you went, what the hell was that? <laughs> and from at Dustin of Holland, he says, any clip with Daz mispronouncing a common word. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone that, that did listen back then, Daz is one of the co-hosts of the Annie Up segments. Um, and so Matt and Daz are Australian and Daz for whatever had the most, the thickest accent I've ever heard from any Australian. And he would just say stuff like Bill Gamblin's hall. That was, yeah, that Bill was Gamblin's a favorite. Hall, yeah. Then from, uh, at toast CMU, one of his favorites is actually episode 43 Cosmos Panda tea exhibit, oh, which I, don't remember I, I didn't either. I had to go back and listen to it and I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, it's, He's going back. I mean, I think I think he's one of our like he's been a long haul listener from the beginning, yeah, I believe, yeah. considering he's referencing episode forty three. But right. 
And then from at Vegas Love 3622, they say one of the 360 Vegas vacation where Mark did the upside down lime infusion of his oh Corona and god. sprayed a lady at the craps table twice. Oh my god. <laughs> Which I thought it was like three times you sprayed her. I still Alistair made it made it say made it sound like I had done it a third time. I disagree. I, I, I believe that, that that third time I did everything possible to shield that <laughs> from being able to spray. But the thing was you were making her so much money she didn't care. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Right. It was the uh, seriously when I think back of so many wonderful times that we've had at the 360 Vegas vacations that one for uh, quite frankly I, I foresee there will become a time not in the too distant future uh, where not in the too distant future not in the too far off future where I will be in a nursing home soiling myself not knowing who or where I am and I'll just keep saying to myself Corona fountain. It was just so funny. And she wanted to be annoyed or cranky or upset with you. But when you're making her literal hands over fists of chip, winnings <laughs> at the crab stand. Cause it would be like, he'd throw the, the dice, make point. We all make money. He deals with his beer, sprays her down with beer, moves on. Right? It was, it was, <laughs> cycle and repeat. It was, it was amazing. It was such a wonderful experience. So great, great memory. Great memory. All right. Next up from at Steven Ranger one, he says, been here from the beginning, enjoyed meeting you too. Sorry, T-Bone and enjoying cocktails at Red Rock. Sorry. My wife kept touching Mark's head. Can we have Mark say sweetest massage? Oh, geez. Now I can't say it. Yes. Can we have Mark say Swedish massage just one more time? Hashtag see you next week. No, I'm not a child. I'm, You're I, not going to say it? No. <laughs> well, obviously I couldn't say <laughs> it. So I think, I think that covered You're it. You're going to wind me up. All right. I'm not, I'm not a little toy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then from at jazz guy TX, he says the story of your move to Las Vegas. A lot of us are living that fantasy through you. That's awesome. It, it was it was something early on. I never would have thought we'd be living here. Mm. Now I can't imagine not. Yeah, awesome. And then, Very cool. oh, got a few more. Hold on. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, these are not on my script, so I I don't know when no. you're. You'll have to tell me when you're done. I have I two more. Okay, I'll try okay. to transition. All right. Uh, then from Doug two one six six. No specific memory, but I can thank Karen for introducing me to Haleo at Cosmopolitan LV. I normally don't go to Cosmo, but she was kind enough to meet me and introduce me to the restaurant, and we had some fun conversation as well. Also, thanks to Mark, Mark's recommendations, spent money on hashtag Battleborn pins, which I had planned on debuting at last year's Vegas Vacation 10. Hope to have them on display at this year's Vegas Vacation. We hope to see him. Yeah. Well, He's booked. Yeah. Yeah. I was more just trying to be encouraging. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's yeah, going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm not it's concerned about that. And then finally, again, from Steven Ranger 1. Apparently, he just wants all the, the airtime. He <laughs> tagged all three of us and said, a note for your show 360. I don't hear, hear it mentioned, but of all the podcasts, the intro to 360 Vegas has been, is, and always will be the best intro around. Never skip it, unlike others. Oh, thank you. I worked hard on that thing. You did. I love it. And it is. It's so funny now. I can't watch Ocean's 13 without like interjecting right. clips. And I'm like, oh, this is the river. Oh, this is the news. Well, and this we do that. So when we did our trip to Reno, we listened to a bunch of the old vintage episodes. And it was funny because we would like 
like let's say uh, we were just starting a new podcast and we stopped off at the gas station if the song had started and then we turned the car off we would start finishing it <laughs> right as the car was yeah. off but it wasn't playing anymore <laughs> yeah we just kept going <laughs> very cool all right, now, do we want to move into emails. some listener feedback or do we, emails? All right, real yeah. good. So why don't you start the uh, start us off with these emails? It looks like uh, we've got a Paul, uh, Paul Hush email, maybe? Yes, so the first email we have, uh, Paul says, I was trying to think of what my favorite part of the show was, and I had a few things that came to mind. I cannot remember the exact, the exact episode, but the con- constant subtle, and not so subtle, jabs right after you moved to Vegas always made me laugh. I know they still come up from time to time now, but the ones right after the move are what pops in my head. My absolute favorite part of the podcast is the vintage vintage Vegas episodes. Oh, I like you, Paul. <laughs> I know that isn't a moment, but I learned so much cool stuff. It was also fun getting to meet you all at Vegas Vacation 9, and I'm looking forward to the summer from Paul. That's awesome. Thank you, Paul. Yes, looking forward to seeing you again, buddy. <laughs> and I have to say again that the... I remember when we were moving here, we had to keep it quiet for a lot of reasons. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't until we were actually here that we could, you know, say that that was what was happening. And um, I know that, you know, Tony has been pretty upset about it from the beginning, but you know, I keep telling you the house right, right down the street is for sale. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Which is unusual. Cause there ain't that many houses for sale in Vegas right now. Yeah, it's true. Right. My wife and I just keep talking about, should we just sell the house? That, we're, that we live in currently. Should we just sell the house, stick it, stick the money in a bank account and come live with live us in an apartment and rent, right? Rent, rent something <laughs> for a small amount of time, wait for the inevitable bubble to burst and then buy a dirt ass cheap house in Vegas and, and just, and, and force that to be our, make our move, right? Like, like make yes. the economy force our hand to make our move. Yes. So, I know, I know. But in the meantime, before then, but until we do that, We've also got an email from James Jones. So James writes, recently you asked for some favorite highlights from your show from the listeners. I have been listening for many years, going all the way back to Brian. I have seen the show and logo evolve into what it is today and have laughed at many of the fun show titles, including Kevin Spacey's Fun Dungeon and (laughs) Cream of Nut Spread. I have enjoyed all your co-hosts and special guests, all of them bringing something new to the table. I appreciate that, James. I do put a lot of effort in, into some of those things that I'm like, there's a lot of times that I've had listeners bring something up like, like for instance, in our Zazzle store, if you look in the descriptions, I'm saying something smart ass about whatever. Oh, are you is. really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do <laughs> shit like that all the time. So I love when people appreciate it. <laughs> there have been many fun highlights of the show for me, but some of my favorites are below. Quote, the night before Brian's wedding. I found this a fun episode that helped me understand the beginning of the show and gave me some insights into the host. For those unfamiliar, oh. that's an example of, uh, of an origin. Of an origins, yeah. yeah. Of an origins. Because Brian was the original co-host, and I think that, uh, yeah, that talks about his wedding. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, <laughs> why don't I have any pants on? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great story, too. I mean, the, I, I, I'm not going to give any of it away, other than I will say, uh, even to this day, and I've only listened to it just the one time when, when Mark, posted it years and years and years ago. I remember the story about how I, I, if I remember correctly, Brian went off to the restroom of the restaurant they were in and he was gone for a while and somebody had to go looking for him. Am I correct in that memory? Uh, I don't remember. I'll be honest. I don't remember. It's been so long since I've listened to it. That's awesome. (laughs) But it's, but it's, it sounds like something that I would have done just to be fair. (laughs) It does. And, And, 
if my memory is is correct in that memory, it's just it's so cool. I've I, unfortunately I've never had the opportunity to meet Brian, uh, but I think he would immediately and instantly become just a guy. You're like, he's really fucking cool to be with and hang out with. And like, I get why he's such a large part of your life, Mark, because yeah. he j- just you. And that it's true what they say. You really start to feel like these people that you listen to on podcasts are your friends. The, the, the podcasters may not know who you are, but the listener does. And 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 I've said it from the beginning. I was a listener before I was a, a, a co-host. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> I, I got yeah. to know, quote unquote, got to know Brian just by being a listener, listening to his stories. And there's something about when folks like, say, Brian, for example, are willing to open up and share private stories of their life. That's where you're like, dude, I just get you. You're so fun. (laughs) It helps explain a lot of the craziness, too, when you can go back and listen to that. Okay, so James continues. He says, you have also helped us all understand what dry docking was. (laughs) And specifically here, he is referencing show 186 around the one minute 26 second mark. Well, and since James made the effort, we made the effort to pull that clip for you. So here you go. So, um, Karen. Yes. Urban Dictionary defines dry docking is the act of placing two penis head to head where at least one penis has not been circumcised and rolling the foreskin from one penis onto and over the other. And you would use it in a sentence like this. Don't look. Those nukes are dry docking. (laughs) Wait, I want to know what the hell a nuke is. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe you looked that up and read that definition. Oh, oh my god! That's I can't believe that was 186. Yeah. Right. Right. That's, I mean, that's not quite, but that's almost halfway. Half. Halfway yeah. ago. Okay. Um, what do we call it? Nukes? What do you think? N u k e s? I I don't know. You said nukes. I'm guessing that. Are you looking it up again? I am. Um, I don't think it's going to be. <laughs> okay. I don't think it's good. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter. It just, right, it, right. it, okay, now. It's stupid. It's stupid. So James continues. He says, uh, by far, my favorite episode was 198 Extremities at a minute 20 point of the show. I think we have that too. Yeah. He's, he's discussing drinks uh, at 3535 bar. Uh, and he says that, that it's very funny to hear Tony's responses. If you want to egg on Tony, please give him uh, my responses as requested. So here's here's uh, 120 and 198. All right, so we've got some listener feedback. It's from uh, it's an email from a listener friend of ours, James Jones. Am I reading this? No, I think it's important that Karen reads it to you because okay. it seems like this is kind of addressed to you, Tony. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so I gotta read it. All right, so so yes. prep for yourself. Okay. Yep, yep. I think I remember you talking about Tony liking 35, 35 bar at Link, and they will no longer comp drinks in a past podcast. The good news is I just got back, and they still comp drinks for free for diamond card holders and two dollars for others free at happy hour. Hope all is well, James Jones. All right, James. Things are not well. <laughs> 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 he, he, he goes out in his email to say, I'm sorry for the delayed response to Tony's questions, but yes, at that time, you could get a comp drink during happy hour at bar 3535 for the specialty drinks. If you came outside of happy hour, my wife, not Diamond, was able to get a half-size drink for $2. This only lasted about a month because I went back about four weeks later and the deal was gone. 
the only thing I can say is, I mean, unfortunately, James, those were the like glory days of bar 3535 because now it's just like any other yeah. boring, lame video booker bar. I'm, I'm hoping that that's only a temporary thing. I'm hoping as things open back up, they'll want to be more specialty driven. And I don't know, maybe I'm maybe that's what we can thinking. hope. All right. Absolutely. James continues. He says, again, thank you all for what you do. Tony, you have been a delight on the show, and I appreciate your 80 references and love how we never know what you might say. Mark and Karen, you bring a great banter to the show. My wife and I had the pleasure of meeting you both a few months back. Thank you for taking the time to have a drink. I think it has helped my wife appreciate Vegas. She still does not really like the city much, but when I talk about... Talk about a on Vegas podcast. Sorry if I'm reading that wrong. When I talk about a Vegas podcast, she always asks if it was the couple that we met. Yes, it was. I know this is not much, but it's a start. Maybe someday she will come around. <laughs> hey, if I can come around, yep. she can. So yeah, there's always somewhere. Hope. Uh, James wraps up here. He says, I will be in Vegas next week. And if I do anything noteworthy, I will give you an update. Please feel free to admit anything you like from this email. <laughs> Thank you again for all you do. Sincerely, James Jones. Thank you, James. James is a regular contributor. Now he is. Much yeah. I feel like he was a little bit, I mean, obviously he contributed way back when, right. um, but I feel like, you know, recently since we had the chance to meet him, he's like, Oh, all right here. I'm going to start sending you guys all kinds yeah, of stuff. That's awesome. Which thank you. So yeah, I, all I gotta say is James, that's super cool. You're you're a lot of fun, and I apologize. You know what's funny is, drunk Tony talks differently than sober Tony. <laughs> drunk Tony has a tendency <laughs> to slow down just a little bit, and uh, perhaps enunciate his words a little bit more we clearly. Know. Remember, we have a whole drinking game dedicated to you. Right, uh, right. We know how right. it works. <laughs> But James, that was, I'd forgotten. I had forgotten about that until we listened to it just now. I had forgotten about that conversation probably because I don't remember it sober that's at a, all. But that's that was the awesome. one thing I will say, listening back to some of our shows that I'm really proud of. When, when I initially came up with the concept for the show, I, I wanted to make sure that the, the goal was to always be funny. Right. But I was like, if, we, if we're not funny, I want to make sure that we at least have good content. And going back and listening to some of these older shows, I'm like, God damn, we did a good job. Like, it's fun to listen <laughs> to uh, that snippet in time as to what was going on and, and then listen to, and, to us having fun. And Tony, don't worry about it because there's, there's sometimes even like we'll get a comment on a show the week after. And if it involves me in some way, I'm like, wait, what did I say? Like it, it's, and I might not have even had anything to drink when we were recording. You just, we're in such sure. a conversation flow that it's not like anything we say is, is pre thought out. It's all kind of off the cuff nope. and spur of the moment. And then sometimes you're like, wait, what, what did I say? So yeah, it, it's, it's not surprising to me. And there's been a few times where I, I've had to go back and go, oh shit. And, and listen, go, what did I say? What happened? But yeah. Uh, one of the nicest compliments that I can give to our listeners, particularly our 360 Vegas vacationers, is when you say, you know, you made the, like I'm, I'm speaking as if I'm a, a 360 Vegas vacationer, will say to me, you know, you were talking about su such and such. And there are times when I sincerely will either say to them, I said that, yeah. <laughs> or I'll say, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Like it takes a second for me to to kind of jog the memory of the things that we talk about, because as you aptly point out, this really is very conversational. Mark gives us bullet points of what we're working off from, but then most of this banter is truly just from the heart. Oh, it's all made up shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, all so, reaction. So, <laughs> someone had asked me um, about the, because they know how much of the show is, is scripted. 
And they were, they had, I think it was Vital Vegas that actually was like, you know, you could just make blog posts out of that stuff. I'm like, I said, what you don't get is like, or, or what you're not remembering is that I hit the bullet points of the things that we want to talk about, but the conversation happens organically. Yeah. You know, so now you're asking me to transcribe what, <laughs> what was going on in, in conversation. Oh God, that would be miserable. Yeah. Could you imagine would, paying somebody to try to scran- transcribe this? Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. No, I just, my last comment before we move on to our next email is just simply to say thank you to the listeners. It's always fun when you say to us, you made this comment, Tony or Mark or Karen. It <laughs> resonated with me. That's that right. is just the coolest, kindest compliment that you, that you yeah. can give, and and, and I, I sincerely appreciate it. What I also appreciate are these two amazing human beings. And let's take a real quick time out and say thoughts and prayers for our buddy Brian, who's had some surgery with his eyes. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I guess his um retina maybe a, a detached or something. He had to have some 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 medical yeah, procedures. Yeah, we're thinking about you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hope I, it sounds like according to he and um, Tanya's Facebook post that things are going well, but still that's, that's, that's and, scary. And, uh, my understanding is he just randomly went in for his like annual eye exam and, and yeah. that's when the doctor caught it. Like, wow. It, it wasn't, it wasn't like he was having problems or anything. It just nope. popped up. So yeah, oh. he's, he's definitely in our thoughts right now and we're sending, you know, love and healing vibes his way. It. Yep. But they also sent very, very, very kind sent us an email. They did. And Brian and Tanya sent in, Mark, Karen, and Tony. Where to begin? As we think about your 360th episode and what 360 Vegas has meant to us, there are too many things to list, but we will hit a few. First is the community. We have met people and have been exposed to experiences and ideas that we would never have been in any other way. The 360 Vegas community is so diverse and yet brought together by our mutual love of a city where we come to play. We credit the host for creating an atmosphere where that works. It is refreshing, especially in today's world. We may at times have disagreements over cocktails, but they are generally worked out by another round and someone getting a nice video poker hand. In the years since our first Vegas vacation, we have traveled with members to fun places outside of Vegas and consider many we have met to be true friends in every sense of the word. When sad times came into our lives, many of our 360 Vegas friends reached out to us with love and help. And when we met, hugs. Not one of them has been forgotten. We didn't know what we were walking into at our first Vegas vacation, but we have been richly blessed by the community you have nurtured. All right, I have to interrupt. Do you remember the first time we met them? No, not specifically. So, so they, I remember this so vividly because it was funny. They came into the Vegas vacation, um, introduced themselves briefly, and somehow in the first couple minutes of talking to them, I think they had to leave because they were new grandparents like they their grandbaby had just been born and they came out for a minute and they were running back or the baby was about to be born and i just remember looking at these two going there is no way in hell your grandparents (laughs) it's just not possible yeah that is like it blazed in my mind on the first time i met them okay brian and tanya continue next up is experiences We don't really remember when we started listening, but we can say that each and every trip to Vegas since has been influenced in some way by the show. Sometimes it is meeting up with someone for dinner, checking out something new, or checking out something old and historical that Mark researched. Going to dinner at a place that Karen recommended or hanging out somewhere that we would have passed over otherwise. We have also very much enjoyed the experiences put together for the 360 Vegas events. I'm not sure I would have had a love of whiskey that I do without the Whiskey Lounge. Another highlight for us is being able to hike Red Rock with Christina for a guide, something we probably would not have done ourselves for the first time, but we have since. That's cool. Yeah. It is super cool. 
I was going to say, I can't believe he wasn't into uh, whiskey before a whiskey lounge. Good Lord. I know. Now he's he, awesome. He, yes, it. he is. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> last, but not leans, but, last but not least by any means is the vast library of work that Mark has completed. We can't imagine the time and effort taken to research and edit the content. Thank you, Mark. You have a passion and talent that is imme- immediately evident to anyone who meets you. We could go on forever, but we will remember another hundred things after we hit the send button. Congratulations on your 360th show. May the good Lord bless you and may Lady Luck shine upon you. We love you all. Brian and Tanya. Aw, thank you, Brian and Tanya. I love them. Yes. They're They're, awesome peoples. They are truly good people. I mean, sincerely. I mean, they they nary have a negative thing to say about anything, let alone anyone. And if they do, (laughs) it's it's tongue in cheek and it's and it's. just it's it's more apropos than than it is it's never snark they don't have oh oh you didn't see uh brian when he was out here when the mass mandate first went into play oh (laughs) lord you want to talk about snark oh he was on it it was great it was hilarious. That was more. That was more <laughs> conceptual in nature, not well, necessarily directed at. Oh well, no, no, it was. It was delivered very nicely, but it was. Yeah, no. Right. He was in rare form with that. That's fair. That's fair. That's but fair. I, I do want to say that. Um. So, you know, the three of us hasn't haven't picked out our favorite moments, but I feel I have to tag on to something that they said. I was looking through some of the old episodes and actually came across the episode where we, we talked about Mark's snowboarding accident. So this was early on. This is early 2013. Yeah. So about two, less than two years into the show. And I was not a regular on the show, but we're, you know, we sat down we did recording, like retailing the events of that trip. And um, during that, I, I talked about how, because again, we were up in the middle of the ski resort midweek, off peak season, nobody around in northern Idaho, 90 miles from the Canadian border. Um, and I was by myself and Mark was laying in a hospital bed. And one of the things that I, I said on the show, and again, this is back in 13, where if you posted about accidents or injuries or illnesses or deaths or something on, on social media, it wasn't nearly as accepted as it is today. Um, and I, what I what I basically said was, because I'm in the middle of nowhere and I'm posting on Facebook and Twitter, you know, Mark's been hurt. I need some help. I need some thoughts. And the, the response that I got back from people, and again, I was not a regular on the show, was immense. Like, it, it helped get me through getting us home. And so I want to expand that into what the show means for us now. And I think Brian and Tanya talked about it. The number of friends that we have, oh, good Lord, that we have and we've made through the show is it's it's life-changing i mean i i have people that i would not have met otherwise from i've said it before all over the planet best friends in in the world in 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 our collection of friends i don't know of any of them that aren't somehow connected to this show well i still have a couple um but i mean and tony you spoke to it too you you were a listener of the show and and you are you know you and your wife are some of our closest friends right now it's it's amazing to me how this hobby thing that Mark started has, you know, just grown and actually changed our lives so immensely. So mm-hmm. I want to just add that in and, and thank everybody that listens and, you know, the people that actually, you know, take their precious vacation time to come out to Vegas because we said we were going to be there and they decided, sure, let's do this, which still amazes me that, that people do that. <laughs> but it, I, I can't thank the listeners and the people that we've met and, uh, you know, the folks that are now our friends because it's, 
made the world of difference in in yeah. our lives. So that's yeah. my. It's amazing. You're not know. saying that I don't have friends, Karen, uh, from before <laughs> this. I'm just saying when, if you were to ask me, you know, who my uh, my closest friends are, I'll bet you within that top 10 list, uh, just about all 10 of them are uh, related to to this this endeavor. Yeah. It's it's amazing, which was not something that you expected. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. All right, then uh, moving along, we got uh, uh, an email from our friend Matthew. By the way, thank you, Matthew. In addition to your uh, very, very kind email here, you also sent us a very generous PayPal donation with our, your congratulations. We really do thank you for that. But I'm excited to talk about this and kind of go into what he's got there. So, Karen, jump in. Oh, yeah, he's he sent us a couple clips, so this is going to yeah, be a fun one. All right, so Matthew writes, Hi, Karen, Mark, and Tony. Thank you for an excellent Las Vegas podcast and congratulations on 360 episodes. Here are some of my favorite clips of the podcast. All right. What's the first one, Karen? First one is episode 255 titled Mic Drops, plural, uh, from 1915 to 2030. And this, this conversation he refers to as splitting tens. Uh, events. Entry station. Pitch blackjack. Yes. Pitch blackjack. And uh, they've got... $5. What? $5. Well, they've also got it at uh, California. They got, they got Pitch California. Oh, that's right. They do. Yeah, yeah. So if we can't find it one, we'll move to another one. Right. Or we'll just exactly right. over. We'll hang and, and like lean over people going, are you, you going to keep playing? <laughs> you play? Are you sure? I'm you know what? Saying, I'll no. tell you what. I'll hand out cigars in between me <laughs> and Phil State. Joe Q, we will smoke those fuckers out. <laughs> and we'll, we'll all start uh, sowing the seeds of discourse, like going, God, this fucking dealer. Like, gee, uh, who does cook? The shoe's awful. My well, no, God, just chase And you just to say, wow, you're losing your ass right now. I know. Oh. That's got to hurt. Dude, you got to head over to, to any other place that we aren't at. And <laughs> head, head down to El Cortez. I've heard great oh, things. Oh, I heard they're crushing it. That seems far enough away from me. <laughs> God, we're evil. Nice. Right. First person that sits down at the table has to uh, split tens to clear out the rest of the table. Oh, <laughs> I like that idea. That almost seems like a 360 Vegas vacation yeah. thing. <laughs> right. Right. Or, or don't I split. will continue to split tens until you all <laughs> get up and leave. Just make that clear. <laughs> State it to the table. And no, knowing that everyone else will be back there going, we'll help fund it. Everybody, everybody will chip in. Yeah. We'll balance this out. I support this madness. Financially support this madness. That's awesome. Wow, Tony, Holy your God. audio's gotten a lot better. Yeah, it has. Well, I don't, that's crazy. I, I think my guess, if I had to guess 255, I was probably still uh, recording with a different mic in my um in my bedroom when we didn't have the internet that we've got now, we had some pretty shitty internet when we first moved into the house that I'm in right now because of the, you know, we're out in the country and so we don't get great access to internet. We were hot, I I was hot spotting off from um, like a Verizon pack. It was called a MiFi. Oh, geez. So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the sound, even listen, I was like, damn, did I call in from, <laughs> from a tin can on that call? So or from that, so that that was awesome. Well done. Oh, this is, oh my God, this is awesome. Well done, Matthew. All right. So what's our next one? What's going on? So he has from episode 262, which is name, <laughs> named, because my name is Karen, um, he has two clips. The first one he is calling Pound Ordering. And it's from 50 minutes, 35 seconds to 50 minutes, 52 seconds. 
this looks pretty appealing. Uh, we will have a link on the blog and also on the Enhanced Podcast. One of the things I like the way that they they categorized their stuff is they had they had an entire section by the pound, so you could get a pound of chicken wings for this amount of money, or you oh get a God. pound. <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. I'll have three pounds of chicken wings. Sure, because let's be honest, who has any fucking clue how many pounds of, I, or I, portions I of a pound I of do. chicken wings? I, I, you do. Of course I you do, do Karen. Of course, because my name's Karen. Yeah. I, just, I, I don't carry around a little scale in my purse so I can weigh everything out. It won't fit into my fitness pal. Otherwise, how do I know? <laughs> Eat a fucking sandwich, you skinny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now I get where the title oh. of the episode came from. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Okay, and then he also um, gave another clip from that episode. So again, episode two sixty two. This one he's titling Uber, and it's fifty five minutes in to fifty five oh eight. Oh, this is a short one. Anybody and anybody that works for Uber and Lyft is going to be like, oh, money day. Yeah. It, it's just, it's, oh, it's going to be hilarious. And, and and older folks who are not familiar with, with some of the, the conveniences of using your smart device will now get to feel cool. Like, look what we just did. We ordered a service from our phones. The kids are- We did something called Uber. <laughs> <laughs> and while it was really more about me, I made it about you. Uh, <laughs> God damn, I'm a mo- funny motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also has from episode 300, uh, episode titled FSE Dimmer Switch. This is from two minutes and four seconds to two minutes and 26 seconds, and he's calling it five is greater than three. Tony, so. Remember how we've been talking about I, I discovered my love for three times poker? Yes, yes. Tony, they also have five. And five is better than three. It's more. It's it's clearly more. It's like 30, it's 33% more. It's you can have 33% more fun in a casino. You just didn't know it was possible. I, I didn't really. For all the shit that we've given casinos and, and owners uh, recently, I... I these are the gifts that just keep, they're like going, you know, you've worked really hard today. Why do you have to wait for this one hand to be played? Play five of them. <laughs> Play five of them. So, so you realize that five is actually 66% more than three. Whatever. Not 33. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. No, but it's, it's two more. It's two more hands. That's where I came up with the 33. Right. But it, but two more whatever. than three I don't is care. 66%. I, I, I don't care whether I got this math right or not. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And finally, our dear friend Matthew has a clip from episode 310 entitled Crack Shack Fried Chicken. Friend Chicken. Oh, right. Crack Shack Friend, friend chicken. chicken. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, this is from minute 3810 to 4051. Oh, this one's longer. And he is titling it The Muppet Show. I'm going to say about 30 years. Okay, so... On a whim, because we have, we, it's back doozers. in the day. Two, two O's. Okay. Doozers. Doozers. So back in the day, you know, we've got old versions of The Muppet Show, because I watched that growing up and I loved it. And to me, those still hold up. And probably they're funnier because now I'm, I'm catching the adult humor that I didn't before. So along those lines, I'm like, oh, let's get Fraggle Rock. So we got the DVD set of Fraggle Rock. I got 
it wasn't even what 10 minutes into the first episode and I was like holy fuck I can't watch this this is so stupidly painful it it was <laughs> it does not hold up it is a kid's show if you watch it again as an adult you're just like my brain cells are melting it was so bad it was and I was so disappointed because I loved that show as a kid the Fraggle Rock spinoff The Doozers began airing oh. on Hulu April 25th 2014 Know what wow. we're doing after this episode? Oh my god! Binging. Got to see me some doozers. Just don't, no just don't go back and watch the originals. They're bad. Keep, keep the happy memories in your head of, exactly. of how wonderful I that love show was. How they clapped. Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard the clap when I saw it, and I'm like, "How the fuck are those doing making that noise?" Because <laughs> well, it was like the base of their palms that kind of yeah, hit well, together. Yeah, anybody who's ever messed around with those kind of those yeah. little puppets, <laughs> like. <laughs> well, it was a whole body thing. Like, their whole body jumped up. Yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Tangent. Oh, it's all right. I love it. <laughs> I love that that had nothing to do with Vegas. He just thought it was a funny yeah. part of the yeah, show. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Matthew, for those clips. That was definitely a fun thing to listen to. It And it's, it is, no matter what anyone says, it's weird to hear your own voice back at you, but... Um, you know, it wouldn't have been funny. It's all right. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much to everybody, whether it was your, your tweets, your emails, your... Oh, oh, do you have voicemails? We're not done yet, are we? No, no we're not done. We're not done yet. Shh. We, we got, have, some, we got some extra special stuff now. Hold on. We, we have some blasts from the past. All right. So, all right. so though, on, Tony, although you are our co-host and we love you deeply, you mm-hmm. are not the first person to sit in that chair. That's true. That's true. And it, it took a lot of uh, terrible, terrible uh, co-hosts to finally get to perfection. <laughs> oh, nice. oh, no. <laughs> oh, here we go. So we actually have uh, some voice messages from some of our former co-hosts. And we're going to start with the, the one that, that preceded Tony. Uh, we have a message from Alistair. All right. Hi, guys. I can't believe it's been 360 episodes. What an achievement. How on earth am I supposed to summarize the past nearly 10 years? Well, I thought I should go right back to the beginning where we first met at 360 Vegas Vacation 1. We managed to cause the Las Vegas Club to be closed down and demolished. <laughs> we also shut the poker room at the Mirage. And you took me to the pub at Monte Carlo, where you exposed me to the norovirus, causing me to recreate the brown fountains of Bellagio out of every orifice in my hotel suite for the next 48 hours. And you know what? It's been pretty much downhill from there ever since. (laughs) Seriously, though, it's so hard to summarize all the joy and happiness that being part of the 360 Vegas family has brought me. Whether it's all the incredible friends I've made through the show, spending quality time with my food wife Karen, dining our way around town, mocking Mark for his terrible spelling, grammar and punctuation, or explaining to Tony that the job of the royal family is to keep banging out the airs. <laughs> all in all, it's been one hell of a ride, and one that I'm so glad you let me be a part of. But for me, the best part has always been listening to whoever Mark has gathered in front of our microphone, just to have a damn good time with. I particularly enjoyed the 360 Vegas Vacation 2 recap episode, 175, from around 43 minutes 38 to 44.22, because it's always fun to make Mark and Karen laugh. <laughs> so I love you guys and miss you so much, and if they ever let me out of this godforsaken plague-infested <laughs> island ever again, I hope to see you all in Vegas very, very soon. 
Oh, thank you, Alistair. That was awesome. So now we didn't listen to that prior too, so we don't have his clip yeah, we pulled don't, we up. We don't have that queued up for which him. I'm so upset. We'll have to do that like next episode and just play it and, and see what it was because right. I'm I'm I feel number one I miss Alistair so much because prior to the lockdown he was here once a month right, I know, for right? like a year. Um, and even before that, like he's, he's such a good friend and he comes over to the States, you know, twice a year anyway. And I feel really bad for him right now. Cause he's literally been in lockdown right, for, for nearly a year. Three months. Yeah. I mean, hardcore lockdown for three months. Yeah. I mean, he just, and God willing, fingers crossed. I know he's gotten his vaccine. Um, he's planning to be out here in June for Vegas vacation. We're, we're praying and hoping that that can happen, but, um, he, oh, it's so funny. Yeah, and he, I think he's a listener from the beginning, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. How how did he find us? I don't know. <laughs> okay, next up, uh, we have a voice message from the co-host prior to Alistair, which was Scott, aka Vital Vegas. Hey hey, Mark, my brother from another microphone, and Karen and Tony all. The gang is here. Congratulations on show 360. What an amazing accomplishment. Uh, as the third best co-host on the show ever, <laughs> I wanted to pass along my heartfelt congratulations for the success of your show that I am almost entirely responsible for. Uh, <laughs> all modesty aside, I have such fond memories of doing this the uh, show. Uh, as well as getting to know you guys better and, you know, and basically talking you into moving to Las Vegas, which seemed like a no-brainer, which is something I'm very familiar with, obviously. Uh, you know, I wasn't just a former co-host. I'm also a longtime fan, and it's been fun watching you find the perfect mix with, uh, with Karen and Tony. The three of you, amazing. Tony, the second most drunk co-host in the history of the 360 <laughs> uh, podcast. I have, you know, I have a small handful of podcasts that I listen to, but yours is on an even shorter list of shows I listen to the minute they drop, or whatever you call it, upload, or whatever the kids do with podcasts now. Anyway, Mark, I don't want to forget to say thank you for, you know, being so generous with your time, for doing the show. And all these other things you do. I mean, this is the 360th official episode, but there's so many other episodes of things that you've done. Uh, but you've been very generous. But I also want to thank you for being so candid about your struggles along the way. You have been a source of inspiration. And while I think the cackling has gone down about 50% on the show... I think your listeners appreciate that you're in better shape and hopefully continue to find uh, some peace in your life. Anyway, enough of the sentimental bullshit. I trust uh, that this is meant to be a celebration. I'm big on celebrating. I am just so honored to have been a part of the show's history. I'm sorry, the best part of the show's history. We had so many laughs, and you had so much patience for me going off script. 
you know, I noticed Tony doesn't get as much crap for doing that, but I know my place <laughs> in the pecking order. All I would say is, did he ever do anything as cool as putting your logo on the Viva Vision screen on Fremont Street? Oh. I don't think so. <laughs> hey, bitter isn't just something you put in a fancy cocktail. I thank you for so many hours of information and inspiration and entertainment. Thank you for your consistent integrity uh, when it comes to giving attribution to news stories, it really sets you apart, and it's very much appreciated. Mostly, thank you for your friendship. Uh, I can't wait until this COVID crap is behind us and we can have our first post-pandemic 360 Vegas vacation again. I will be there with bells on. I'm not going to tell you where the bells will be hanging. Uh, but, you know, it, you've not only created a great show, you have created a community uh, it's one of the things I love about you and your show, uh, you know, and it's a community I'm proud to be a part of. I know at some point we will have a big blow up and a feud because that's kind of the law of podcast communities. What? But for now, just uh -huh. know that I love yeah. you, Mark and Karen and Tony, and please keep the Vegas love flowing. Congratulations on show 360. So if there's a blow up, it's going to be Scott that loses his goddamn mind. That, that's all it's going to be. <laughs> and number two, I love that he is as humble as always. Yes. Oh, Scott, <laughs> my boy. He's a good guy. He really is a good guy. I, I, it, he, um, <clears throat> I don't know if anybody's had an opportunity to listen to his most recent podcast because I, I will give some love back to Scott, which is to say I, I in return, I listen to the Vital Vegas podcast almost within 24 hours of it, of it, um, mm -hmm you know, getting uploaded and posted. Uh, it, the most recent one, he was commenting on the fact that apparently there's, and, and it doesn't surprise me. I mean, COVID has really made people go ever, you know, go crazy. And, I, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. And, and, I, and even Scott's, you know, kind of made a comment about maybe Twitter isn't the end all be all that, 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 it, but pre-COVID it had been, you know, because people are losing their mind. Long story short, he's got someone who clearly has mental health issues out there, I guess, just creating different accounts so that they can leave one star and then just nasty, hateful, yeah. terrible yeah. comments yeah, on we, iTunes. When, when you do what we do, you've got to be just prepared that people are going to hate you. If you're doing, if you're doing anything right, People are going to hate you. Yeah. Well, and he's, I, I, I will say this. We do have, you have a very big following. Uh, Scott has a massive, massive following. following. Yeah. And, you know, so it's not Just surprised odds, that he's got yeah, some crazies. Yeah, the someone and, yeah. hating you are, are even, even greater, you yeah. know, with, with that. And granted, you know, Scott's, Scott's personality isn't for everyone. Uh, he, he says stuff that he knows is going to get people riled up. But right. what's, I, maybe it's different because I know him that, a lot of times I just, I call him, either call him on his bullshit or just go, okay, Scott, whatever. Just right. let it go. No, he's, he's such a good guy. His heart is as big as gold and, yeah. um, fortunate that again, he's been, I think a, a friend of the show pretty much since the beginning. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'll never forget that, uh, that posting our logo on Viva Vision. That was, uh, Oh, and you were having a bad day that day too. That and that day. just like, it brought you to tears. I remember just to see the 360 Vegas logo. All up and down Fremont yeah, that Street. Was, that was a dream come true that I hadn't ever expressed to anybody. You didn't but know it was felt. a dream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So thank you, Scott. Um, next up, 
we have a voicemail message and we're going back now. So some of the newer folks might not know this, but we have a voice message from Matt, who is also known as the anti-up host. Hey, Mark, Karen, and that guy who replaced me. I can't believe it's been eight years since I co-hosted the show. Time flies when you're not having fun, raising two boys. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt, and I co-hosted the show with Mark following his first co-host, Brian, from early 2012 to mid-2013, before which time myself and best friend Daz used to send in what we dubbed anti-up segments, which were how-to gambling segments that often went completely off the rails due to the fact that Daz and I were often sidetracked by a gambling story or slightly stoned. We would cry laughing while recording shirtless in my spare bedroom, surrounded by pillows and blankets in a vain attempt to soften the audio, only which exasperated the need to be shirtless as it was often well over 100 degrees. In that 18-month period that I co-hosted with Mark, we changed the aspects of the show and formatting several times, adding and taking away segments. It was fun collaborating with Mark, even though we often had different ideas and it needs to be his idea for him to implement it, as Karen would know. <laughs> it, was, it was Mark and I, actually, on a casual text exchange one day that stumbled onto the idea of 360 Vegas Vacations, yep. which I did attend the first one and I'm very proud and happy to see how they have grown. I reluctantly decided to leave the show because at the time our only available recording time was 6am Perth Australia time and that was the only day that myself, wife and son could share some real time together due to my work scheduling. I still listen on a weekly basis and often find myself mentally inserting jokes where my dark sense of humour sees fit <laughs> and Tony misses, let's be honest. <laughs> I miss being part of the show. Mark and I had a great friendship and we would often laugh hysterically at our blatant homoeroticism and innuendo, much of which had to be cut from the show. Not that we were being intently offensive, not at all. We love the gays. Uh, anyway, Mark, Karen, your move to Vegas is truly inspiring. You made your holiday destination your home, something that many could do, but few try. I often find myself envious of the casualness when you refer to Vegas attractions. Well done. Tony, your addition to the show was a natural progression. I could often feel you nipping at my masculine heels all those years ago. Your inebriation while recording is quite the stark contrast to my Sunday morning hungover copy-sipping style. Your ability to still enunciate every word and vowel while being three sheets to the wind is quite impressive. Well, guys, congratulations on 360 episodes. It's quite the achievement. You bring a little piece of Vegas to so many around the world, and we are all truly grateful. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I listen. I'll I'll jump in and I'll just start first by saying I had the great opportunity to get to meet uh, Matt at the very first Vegas vacation, and he is as fucking funny in real life as he is on the podcast. I mean, the guy yeah, doesn't is. miss a beat, no, and uh -uh. he is just so damned funny. Yeah. So it's uh, I I'm, I'm glad I got the opportunity to, to hang out and, and, and meet the guy. Matt, seriously, that was you are you are truly a funny motherfucker. <laughs> lots, and lots and lots of fun, uh, just like uh, uh, Twitter DM conversations with him. Just 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 he and I just talking about shit. He is yeah, he's hilarious. a good guy. Yeah. And I, I will add another aspect to that. Matt, um, on several occasions when. You know, it was late at night and I was mad or frustrated about something was it is an awesome sounding board because, again, he's on the other side of the planet. So, you know, when I'm up late at night and can't sleep and, and he's around and there's been a, a couple of times, you know, Mark's snowboarding accident was one of them where I couldn't sleep. And, and Matt was, you know, there as we're messaging back and forth. I mean, he's a good friend. He's a really good friend, despite the fact that 
you know, we've really only met him in person once. But, you know, it, it, I totally understand why he had to step away. The time difference is brutal. It's tough enough with Alistair, yeah. uh, you know, being in the UK. But, you know, being on the other side of the planet is even rougher. But, um, yeah, he's he's awesome. And he's he is funny. He's, he's a little... He helped me understand Australians better. He calls me Kez all the time because apparently they... They take everyone's name and shorten them. So for the longest right. time, I only knew his wife's name was Laws. I didn't know what her actual name was. I mean, right. it's actually, I don't know if I want to say Laura. it because we try to. Oh, well, well, Laura is her first name. Right. And, but they take everyone and like Daz. Daz's it's, real his name, first is name is Darren. Darren. <laughs> but they take everybody's, you know, first two letters, like the, the letter and the vowel and then put a Z at the end of it. And that's what they call everybody. So I was Kez. He's Maz. Like it's, it's a whole funny thing. <laughs> All right. Last but not least. We do have a um, interview with your original co-host and co-founder of the show, Brian. So I think first I need to say welcome to the listeners that are lis- uh, listeners that are listening to this. To those that are listening that haven't been listening from the beginning, we have a special guest uh, right now, which is Mr. Brian, who is one of the co-founders and former co-host of the 360 Vegas podcast. What else would the listeners be doing other than listening? <laughs> I know, I know. That's right. No, and there's that there's that sarcastic quick wick that I've missed for so long. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I can't help myself. Um, <laughs> I would expect nothing less. It's it's yeah. It's we haven't done this in so long. As a matter of fact, I was um, when I was looking at, at Skype, I was thinking about. Uh, well, I had to reset the password, obviously, because I think the last time I used Skype was the last was for the last episode that I recorded with Mark. Oh my gosh, that's so, been a while. I, I don't know anybody that uses Skype except you know for when we use it for uh, you know for the podcast, and so yeah, it's been a super long time. But um, yeah, it's good to be back, and, and I'm I'm honored to uh, to be joining you for a little bit of Q and A and just kind of catch up on things. And yeah, uh, yeah, it's been a super long time since we we started doing this, and uh, I've been removed from it for a while, obviously, but. It so, was uh, it was something that was really special to us when we started it, and uh, so, I knew what it meant to Mark, and it was uh, you know it's just something I was really glad to be a part of. So let me hear from your perspective, like how did the show get started? Because I've heard Mark's version of it a gazillion times, but but how did you guys put this idea for the show together? Yeah, yeah. So what what had happened was we um, we had the uh, the cynical think tank podcast way back in the day. Oh which my gosh. Was, yeah, which was our uh, our feeble attempt at um, amusing each other and just uh, you know just having a good time and just trying to figure out where we a, a creative outlet you know just looking for something to do and just, you know keeping in touch and doing something fun together and so we both kind of had this mutual interest in, in podcasting and so one day we just decided to just start up just a show just us you know we we amused each other at work all the time and, and usually whenever him and I would bullshit at the office or something like that people around uh in the vicinity of our conversation <laughs> would usually try to participate or you know it was always like those onlookers that would look at us having a great time and then you'd see them laughing even though they had no idea what was going on or what we were talking about <laughs> so, or they wanted to be a part of it right they had fun right, right, back exactly. then. and so we just decided that hey you know what we think we're pretty damn funny and the world should too and you know that may <laughs> or may not have happened but um it it sort of kind of started from there and we were at work and, and just kind of instant messaging each other and deciding on content and direction for a show. And do we want to do a new show? Do we want to do something something new and, and different for the uh, with the existing with the existing podcast? And ultimately, we decided that why don't we do something around Vegas and, and give it more of a centralized theme? And Mark always had and clearly still does have a, a much more significant appetite for Vegas than I did, but <laughs> I always enjoyed it. And I always thought it would be fun. And my, in, in my head, I had always 
I had always kind of, I had always seen the podcast to be more what ended up being more like vintage Vegas segments. Okay. Uh, and so there's clearly not enough content to sustain a weekly show on vintage Vegas. There's only so many times you can rehash the history. There, well, there's so much, there's so much work that goes into it. And so That's true. it was really just kind of an idea and that idea just needed to be polished and, you know, all the nuances flushed out. Naturally, he did all the legwork I was around to just kind of support him again. <laughs> the appetite for the news and delivering that content was more of something that he really had. And I was just like, hey, I want to support it. I want to be a part of it. And I just want to, you know, I just want to be a part of this and kind of help facilitate things. I think I helped uh, get the, I, I think I did the original logo for, okay. the, for, the, for the website, for the right. blog. And, you know, just kind of stood up the website at first and tried to help do some of those types of things and just some logistical pieces and things like that. But, you know, it was really it was really all him. Most of the time I was just kind of along for the ride. But I think I was good at um, being uh, the sounding board for things. And then just kind of we, we always fed into each other well in terms of, you know, generating the, the laughter and getting right. that chemistry going. And so I was I always kind of saw myself as, as that guy. Well, and I, I do know I can attest to this because I was around on Mark's side of it when the, the show was starting that you were a huge sounding board and resource for him. And there's a lot of the the show structure and, and kind of the way it's running now that, you know, you had a big impact on. So I don't know that Mark could have, well, I'm sure he could have figured it out on his own, but I know having you around was a huge help. So he's not here to, to say thank you for that, but I'll do it on his behalf. <laughs> I, I added some value somewhere at the end of the day. That's all that matters. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, uh, it's been, it's been, I don't, I don't get to listen every single week, but I try to listen to episodes every once in a while while I'm working during the day. And it's, I, I love to, to hear, especially, um, the YouTube stuff. I actually really enjoy like the walk around YouTube content and I kind of wish there was a little bit more than that as a, as a fan of the show, I'll say that, but, um, you know, just proud to see where, where he's taking it. And obviously I know that he's got a, a big passion for it and you guys moved there, um, <laughs> fairly did. years ago. And so I knew this was always <laughs> something that was down coming down the pipe at some point, but, uh, it's, it's cool to see it all come together. And then the Vegas vacations, which regrettably I haven't been able to participate in having a, a kid and, you know, all kinds of things that life throw, has thrown at us, but, right. Um, that's been, that's been really neat to see. And it's, you know, it's kind of like one of those things when you first start it, it's like, you kind of have this idea in your head of what it might look like years down the line. And after you get, you know, 50, 100, 150, 200 episodes under your belt and step back and look at the body of your work and, and get to, and get to see where, how far it's come. And, um, I would have, I would have expected no less than, than what it's, what it's come to today. So Aww, that's very kind of you to say. So, uh, so let me ask what might, you know, be an elephant in the room that some people are wondering is why did you leave the show? Did you just get tired of like Mark's bullshit or like what happened? No, I love Mark's bullshit. It's my, it's like my favorite bullshit. Um, no, I, um, I, I just, I, I felt like I was just kind of stretching myself a little thin with, with, uh, with baby. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my, my wife and I had, uh, uh, our son and we were both transitioning from being, um, in Florida as right. well. We moved back to Indiana mm -hmm. and so all these things. And I was in school at the time. That was the other thing. Right. I was like, there's something else really huge here that I'm missing. Uh, I was actually <laughs> finishing my, uh, I went back to college during when, during the time when we, we were doing the podcast. And right. so, um, new job moving across country, new baby and full-time college. And I was just kind of finding myself, um, stretched a bit thin come That's the weekend time. And then, yeah. and then, you know, uh, when, you know, when we're kind of planning out, um, how we're going to parent and do things and, also travel to see family because we were in Indianapolis and my family was in Chicago. Her family is closer to Louisville. Right. And so with that kind of 
sort of in, in the mix as well. It was kind of one of those things where it's like, man, I just, I got to cut something. Yeah. I have to cut a commitment somewhere. And, and this was just unfortunately it. Okay. Well, we didn't have any hard feelings. I know that, but I felt like I had to ask, I had to ask the question for, for folks that were wondering, well, wait, who is this guy and why did he leave? So yeah, right. Who the hell is this? uh, (laughs) this guy? I was around. I I don't remember when, I don't remember what my last episode number was, but I, I think I, I think I was around for at least like the first hundred, 150 episodes or so. So you'd have to go pretty far back into the backlog to find me, but you're you're in there though. And it's, yeah, I'm in there. I'm in the uh, the annals of 360 Vegas history. So. And it's been oh, funny because yeah, I've right. listened to a couple of shows. You know, where you were the co-host, and then there's been a few evolutions of co-hosts after you. And and it's interesting because each one has a, a slightly different feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of yeah. fun to just go back and and listen to a couple of the originals with the two of you because you two definitely had your own little vibe going on. <laughs> I would love to, to sit down and do something. If, if the, uh, if the stars were aligned again, I'd love, to, uh, I'm, I've, I've done other creative projects over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, done, I've sat down and, and co-hosted a few other, uh, podcasts that are not in the travel, uh, travel niche, but, um, you know, I, I still, I still partake in, in some creative endeavors from time to time. And so I'd love to, to join for a show at some point in the future. If the, if, if, if there's a need for me and uh, if, if the stars, and the were stars align, aligned, right. So when, when yeah. was the last time you were in Vegas? Uh, 2011. Oh my gosh. So you really even have it then. I'm not kidding, man. Baby comes along and how old is your son now? He's going to be nine in October. Oh my good Lord. That doesn't yeah. seem possible. He's a big boy. He's, he's huge. He's got big feet, big hands. He's tall. Yeah. <laughs> well, the height is not, it's not difficult to see where that came from. Both you and your wife are, are not short people. So, yeah. So, yeah. So for, for those listening, I'm about six, two, six, three, and my wife is five eleven. So we were bound to have uh, larger than average offspring. <laughs> so, and yeah, he definitely, uh, he definitely, definitely fits in the family. I'll say that. Good. You can tell that he's yours then. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> so let me ask, what do you have a favorite memory or moment or something from the show, either you know when you were on it or something you've heard since then that you know you always kind of think or you think about it, it makes you smile or chuckle? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I was, being a part of its its launch obviously is kind of something special. Whenever you create something from scratch and in um, or just kind of you know, for me again, I'll I'll, I'll fully uh, own the fact that I was more along for the ride. But um, you know, sort of starting that creative, getting that creative ball rolling, and sort of. I bouncing those ideas back and forth. And I brought this up earlier when, when we were first getting this going, I remember just being horribly bored at work and just think back <laughs> fondly on the conversations we had and we just, just totally shirking our responsibilities and even ignoring a couple phone calls, I think uh, coming into the office to, to talk about, Hey, we should, we should totally talk about the win. You know, I, you know, I, just, I remember talking about those things and just kind of thinking about, you know, content structure and, um, you know, what the format would look like and kind of going back and forth. So I'll always think back on, on those, the, the, when it was in its infancy and the idea was just starting to sort of uh, snowball into something meaningful. Uh, that's always going to be, going to be special to me. And again, I'm, I'm very much drawn to, um, to the video content right. these days. Um, yeah, I mean, I have been for a long time. Everybody watches YouTube, right? That's not a new thing at the time it was. Right. Um, but you know, I, I, I'll say that I've, you know, I've gone back through and, and, and definitely, you know, poked my head in on the, the 360 YouTube channel. And I like doing the walk arounds and, you know, I can't get there really. Um, right. you know, we, we love Vegas. Obviously we, you, you know, my family, they're, they're a bunch <laughs> of degenerates. And so it, it made sense for me to like and enjoy and, and want to create content around Vegas. It just never really, it really never developed that way. But, um, you know, just kind of wanting to take a little, 
you know, a little trip somewhere, kind of get caught up on what something looks like or right. something like that. I do like the walk around content. So if there was maybe after the, uh, the panoramic is over, you know, there's more walk around content. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'd be happy to see that. I'll take the note and, and, and give Mark the feedback. Cause you know how much it, he loves feedback. The old suggestion box. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I really appreciate you, um, you know, taking a minute and chatting with us and, and helping us celebrate the 360th episode of the 360 Vegas podcast. And thank you for your contributions and getting it going. Cause I don't, um, I know Mark does a lot of the work. Uh, Tony and I have said that now. I think most people say that now, but um, obviously you were very instrumental in getting it to where it's at. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been great to, uh, to chat with you and catch up and relive some moments. And uh, here's to 360 more. Oh, good Lord. 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. It was so good hearing from everybody. I'll be the first to say that was... I mean, him in particular, but all of them. I mean, the, the fact that folks will take time out of their schedule to write a tweet, write an email, send in a, a, a voicemail is is super cool. But Brian's absolutely right. I mean, Brian really was there. I think Brian helped um, perhaps steady the plane is, is a good way to phrase it. Mark had the idea and Mark was like, okay, here's how we're going to fly. And, and it was, it, at least for me personally, I thought the value of, of what Brian brought to the, to the podcast was this kind of like, like steady sort of, here's what I, you're right, Mark. I agree with this. I think this as well. And just, he brought a different <laughs> flavor to it. And, and that's part of the fun. I think of, of all of these different, um, co-hosts that you've had, they've all brought a different flavor to the podcast, but at the end of the day, it's still, Mark Mark's show. I mean, no, it's I'll, Mark's I'll the show. First concede. It's Mark's people show. Tune, <laughs> uh, it, people tune in because you guys are a married couple and you guys talk like a married couple. You bicker like a married couple. You have fun like a married couple. You've got inside <laughs> jokes like a married couple. It's really cool to get to be a part, you know, every week for just a 45 minutes to an hour to get to be a part of your lives. And that is that is a lot of fun. Even even this guy who knows you guys and gets to be friends with you guys and gets that privilege of being friends with you guys. It's I'm still at the end of the day, I'm just a listener that for whatever reason you've picked to allow to be your co-host with you. I dig Stop. every opportunity to hang oh, out with you guys. It is so much. Fun. You're right, Tony. It is a Stop privilege. You are much. so lucky to have the privilege to hang out with us. <laughs> right. But but right. to that point, I have to, and I'm going to call this is this is one of the memories that sticks out in my head of one of our first Vegas vacations. It might have not been to the third one. I don't think it was the first one, but I remember, I think it was the third one because I missed the second where a, a guy came up and introduced himself and he's like, hey, it's nice to meet you. I just had to see if this was for real, hmm. meaning the way Mark and I talked to each other was for real. And I remember being so pissed off going, do you think I have the fucking time and energy to act for you? Are you kidding me? Like, this is us. This is us. And it, it, if you... If you don't, if you listen to the show and you don't like us, then please don't come out to a Vegas vacation. You can stop listening. It's okay. Cause this is who we are. So yeah, I had to, that was, that was one of my pet peeves from a, a listener meetup. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> but now Brian, I mean, it was, it was hard to get a hold of him because again, his schedule is crazy and sure. it, it was a good thing. We had a little bit of a gap from when we decided to do something for our 360th episode because it, it took me until uh, last weekend to, to get him nailed down. But yeah, I'm grateful that he, he jumped in and had, it was so much fun talking with him because we haven't chatted in a while, but yeah, yeah he and his wife are, are awesome people, still good friends of ours. 
um, although we don't see them as often as we would. But uh, to your point, Tony, and I, I want again want to thank Matt, Scott, uh, Brian, and Alistair, all of them for you know sending in their messages because they all were huge parts of the show at different points in time. They're all still really good friends, which I think speaks a lot to the show that you know people haven't you know left and been like I'm done with you and moved on although right. Scott apparently is predicting that you guys are going to have a blow up so uh, he and I are going to have a fall no <laughs> right. that's 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 friendly ribbing that that, that man is my brother so the weird thing is I don't know how to wrap this up I, I'm grateful yeah. for everybody that like Tony said sent in emails tweets whatever this has been so much fun over the last 10 years um, so much more fun since I've gotten to be a part of it on a regular basis um, I thank you, Tony, for, for also being a part of this. And I'm, I'm just going to say it because Mark's going to hate it. But um, Mark, we appreciate the work you put into this. And thank you for making it so much fun for the rest of us. Because your hard work makes this so much fun for everybody else. Well, you're welcome. That's well said. It's the best well I, can, I can come up with. <laughs> well said. Gang, sincerely, this is Mark's show. He's just allowing Karen and I to yep. be a part of it. Yep. <laughs> really. All right. Well, listen, I think uh, that's enough from uh, the Schmaltz police are about to show up here. So we should probably get the hell out. Uh, that's going to do it for episode number 360. 360. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360Vegas and get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and literally anything else that we can slap a logo on. We do that at zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360VegasTony. Karen. I am at 360VegasKaren. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time... (laughs) 